We want our coffee in the lobby. We watch our worship on the screen. We got a rock star preacher who won't wake us from our dreams. We want our blessings in our pocket. We keep our missions overseas. Before the hurting in our city, would we even cross the street? But we want. Yes, you are in chapter seven, Nicker and Chad. You're probably thinking. Who's Nicker and Chad? Well, there's someone that's very near and dear to my heart. And this was the message that was given to their wedding. And I want to relay it to anyone, for example, that's either going to get married or looking to get married or looking to stay married. Then this message is for Chapter 7. Nicker and Chad. Nicole and Chad, thank you sincerely for this opportunity to marry you. It is a distinct honor. And as you know, I have a strong passion for God, marriage, and family. And of course, I have a lot to say, but promise not to get too religious and keep this short and sweet. By the way, there was applause there (laughs) by the crowd. The two readings do a great job of summarizing what I'm going to share. Love is greatest of all. It may be a cliche verse heard at most weddings, but love is greatest of all. So powerful. And it's been used so many times for good reason. Can you imagine this world if everyone loved more? Could you imagine a world without hate? It would be amazing. In truth, you cannot find me one person that doesn't want to be loved more. Now the second verse. The second verse is tough. And by the way, listener, the verse that I shared was Matthew 7, 24 through 27. I encourage you to look that up. It is not commonly used in weddings. And I applaud your bravery for allowing it as testimony to your family and friends. Everyone sitting at this wedding has felt the sting of broken homes, either directly directly or indirectly. And many know how tough it is to have their house crash under the weight of storms, literal or more than likely figuratively, for we are all flawed, all of us. So when you put two flawed people together and then perhaps add flawed kids to the mix and then be surrounded by family and friends that are also flawed, It's, well, why we get grudges and disappointments in life. Makes sense, right? So if I said there's a guaranteed promise on how to triumph over that, would you listen? What if I said we have several couples in attendance here that are living best practices of that lesson? 
Would you observe and possibly consider these best practices? Heidi and Chuck, Judy and Jim, Claudia and John, Kathy and Lee, would you please stand? Standing before all of us are four marriages that represent 175 plus years of marriage. 175 plus years. There was quite large applause there. Back to the message. If we are wise, we should observe them, right? Four marriages that you respect and love very much. Four marriages that have survived mighty storms of life. The storms beat down on their houses of marriage, yet they still stand. You can actually sit back down, but I'm not done with you yet. So we can all agree they are doing something special, right? In this day and age, you know how hard it is to stay married. 50% of first marriages divorce, 60% of second marriages end, and 70% of thirds. They're doing something special to keep it together. Chad, you are a fisherman. You recounted many great days fishing with your dad. And I love fishing too. And you know, you just don't throw a line in the water. A good fisherman will study others. A good fisherman will use best practices. And then that good fisherman will hand over those best practices. From Lindy Riggs to maps, to vexlars, etc. Now, Nicole, you know the value of teaching. So does your sister. You don't just jump into teaching. There are best practices of structure and lesson plans and encouragement, etc. And how about a successful business? Absolutely. You should, and it is why something called a franchise exists. A set proven of best practices that produce. Truly, any successful entity has a blueprint and purpose for guiding them. So going back to love, love is absolutely greatest of all. It is the glue shelter that will withstand every storm Falling right after it is hope and grace and mercy and forgiveness. And now, when you hear me say love, most of you are thinking falling in love. And that's not the love I'm talking about. True love is something you don't fall in and out of. True love is a choice and a commitment. And the couples you admire, at least those four that I had stand up, they're implementing this. In case in point, I can guarantee you they have all hurt each other at times, whether it was intentional or unintentional. We have all said and done hurtful things. And those are some of the storms of life and unmet expectations that can disillusion anyone and other storms can be less money or, or cancer or fill in the blank. 
the only way to heal or begin healing those hurts is with change and grace and mercy and forgiveness and love. They didn't fall into forgiveness. They didn't fall into mercy or grace or change. Someone chose forgiveness. And someone chose love to show mercy and grace. One must choose love to make any of those choices. For the choice of love is greatest of all. So let's, let's go with the prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for your words of wisdom. Thank you for these couples that show us how it can be done. And there may be some sitting here right now with regrets. And may they be free that we all have regrets. We may have failed at relationships here, but you promise to still love us. We can succeed with you. And ask a special blessing on Nicole and Chad and that they may stand firmly together in 40 to 50 plus years. And anyone else here, anyone else that's listening to this, strives to do the same. Amen. So that was the message. It was short and sweet. Um, yeah, I think it's I think it's priceless, timeless. The readings used for this message was 1 Corinthians 13, 13. I guarantee you most of you have heard this at most weddings. But again, I... I'll challenge you if you've heard this before. Let me know at frydudes.com, by the way. Matt 7, 24 through 27. That is a unique, unique verse for a wedding. And by the way, for the, the vow and ring time, I just want to share they, the, 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 the vows that they chose to follow uh, are quite unique as well. So let, let me read this part of it. Rings, please, as you put the ring on the finger, this is a symbol that should forever reflect what you are about to vow pledge. In those storms of life, I encourage you to look at that ring on your finger and remember this moment to carry you through. Nicole, repeat after me. Chad, I promise to choose to love you, honor you, and cherish you as my husband. I realize we are not perfect. I realize we will not have a perfect marriage. I understand that I must choose to love and choose to forgive and show mercy and grace, even when there will be times that I really don't want to. I must choose love and forgiveness if we are to survive life's storms. I will choose to love to survive our storms. I will choose love to eventually thrive with you beyond those storms. That is the ultimate wife. That is what I vow to do for you and your family. And then what Chad was, Chad, can you repeat after me? Nicole, I promise to choose to love you and choose to honor you and choose to cherish you as my wife. I realize we will not be perfect. I realize we will not have a perfect marriage. I understand that I must choose to love and choose to forgive and show mercy and grace, even when there will be times that I really, really don't want to. I must choose to love and forgiveness to survive 
life's storms. I will choose to love you to survive our storms. I will choose love to eventually thrive with you beyond those storms. That is the ultimate husband, and that is what I vow to do for you and our family. So then we capped it off with the uh, usual formalities, the kiss and the announcement, and then there was a final blessing. All please stand for a final blessing. Heavenly Father, I humbly ask you to bless all in attendance. I ask you to bless everyone listening to this right now. May every marriage represented here be stronger. And may every marriage and family here realize they are not perfect. And may every marriage and family here choose love and to forgive and ultimately receive your guidance. May we all stand firmly in love and examples of our children and our children's children. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So then we cued the music and it was time to party. And, you know, final thought, you know, you guys have really been digging these questions, so I appreciate that so much. So for you, hopefully you've been listening to this with your with your wife or or soon to be a spouse or husband. Here's a few questions for you. Number one: Do you believe in falling in love? Number one: Do you believe in falling in love? Number two. If you fall in love, like you fall in a hole, how do you fall out? Oh, snap. <laughs> Two, uh, for anyone that knows baseball or plays it, that, that's what we call a curveball. So forgive me for the sport cliche. But it, this one, you probably have to repeat again and, and think this through. So number two, if you, if you do fall in love, like you fall in a hole, how do you fall out? Number three, then do you believe love is a choice, that love is an actual action eventually? Do you believe love is a choice in action? And number four, the capper. Regardless of your answers above, how do you show your love to your spouse? How do you show it? It's that you're doing something or you're saying something or you're writing something, right? And how do you know they are loved? Ah, and here's, I'm sorry, this is a multi-four here. How does your spouse prefer to be shown love? That's a question that too many marriages, newlyweds don't know the answer to. We'll get into that later, another chapter about love languages. But how does your spouse prefer to be shown love? Well, that's it for this week, or this episode at least, this chapter, chapter seven. We'll be back on chapter eight. Thank you again so much for sticking with this. I know many of you aren't even married, but at least know this can be a guide. If you want to better love anyone, any relationship actually runs on these fundamentals. So, Keep that in mind. And then please, yes, thank you so much for sharing, sharing with other marriages that you care about, spreading the word and anything you want added, another uh, a question, uh, maybe you have a problem with something that was said, hit me up, hit us up, frydudes.com. Now go serve, love one another, choose love.